Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Happy Thursday, January 19th. Fun fact, yesterday was my brother-in-law's birthday. Today is my brother's birthday. Woo! My wife and I were joking. This week alone, we've had so many birthdays. Uh, and it's like the month of January for us. For some reason, a lot of our family and friends all have birthdays in the month of January. So lots of celebrations going on. So today is episode 164. And um, it's going to be an exciting episode, guys. I'm really excited. Uh, also, we have been talking and sharing a lot about what we've been doing with donations. So when you donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, uh, we are taking, obviously, a large portion of that to make sure this runs. There's a lot of variables, a lot of details, a lot of moving parts behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people that work for the Elijah List Ministries, and Elijah Fire is a part of the Elijah List Ministries. So, um, but another thing that we're doing is taking a portion of the, all, every donation, we're taking a portion of every donation, and we are funneling that into some amazing efforts digging freshwater wells over in Uganda, but we have branched out people. We have branched out into Ethiopia and Nepal and, you know, we're going, we're going places. We are, we're taking the water. We're getting fresh, clean water for people all over the place. So uh, we partnered with Show Mercy International, Mike and Lori Sally, amazing people. Um, have been doing amazing work over in Uganda for quite some time. They've been friends with the Elijah List and Elijah List Ministers for quite some time. So it's such an honor to be partnering with them and what they're doing. So we're digging a new freshwater well every three days. Yes, that's right. A new freshwater well every three days. How are you able to do that, Jeff? That is a great question. It's because of your guys' donations. So you guys are so generous um, and we seriously could not do this without you. So we're going to play it quick update video recap video and then we are going to get going with today's show giving a cup of cold water is a simple way to show someone they are valued that you care about them when jesus talks about this maybe what he was trying to say if someone cares enough to stop and think about what you need or what might help you and they actually do something about it. Wow, sacrificing for the benefit of another. That is loving your neighbor. Thank you for loving us, for giving us a cup of cold water. You give me a cup of cold water. And me. 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 So there you go, guys. I need to be donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate. Um, so portion of that money is going to go to that. I also want to just pitch the value of going um, on mission trips, doing missions, um, and even living that as a lifestyle. But if, if none of you guys have actually gone to places like this and seen people and like held the kids and like looked into the, the eyes of people that you're impacting, I would strongly recommend it. So if you are curious about that, Show Mercy, um, if you go to their website, I believe it's showmercyinternational.org or showmercy.org. I should have had that locked and loaded. I did not. Um, there's an actual like, get involved tab so you can get involved with them that way. Um, and you can go on trips with them and, and do a lot of this stuff yourself. So uh, check that out. 
some of you guys are already feeling the pull. I know that feeling well. And you're like, oh man, Jeff's talking about me. So <laughs> showmercy.org. Thank you, Michael. Uh, yeah. So if you go to showmercy.org, you can check out more information there. So um, guys, my guest today, I absolutely love this guy. Uh, he is a great example to the body of Christ of what it means to follow Jesus, to be Jesus uh, every in every aspect of your life. He's an evangelist. He's also the founder of Compassion to Action. Let's give it up for my guest today, Chris Overstreet. Chris Overstreet, welcome back. Jeff, it's so good to be here with you guys. Thanks so much for having me again. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I had such a good time last time, and I had kind of lamented. I was like, last time you were on the show was like episode four, and then all of a sudden it was like episode 100 and something. I was like, we got to change that. I don't want I don't want 100 plus more episodes to go. So fortunately, it's only been a couple of weeks. So um Man, we're going to be talking about faith today, right? Yep. All right, yep. so I'm going to give you the floor, man, and then we're just going to do our thing. Awesome. Well, Jeff, first of all, let me just say thank you guys uh, for just sewing in to Show Mercy International. As you know, I'm a board member there, mm -hmm. and uh, it's because of generous people that are watching right now that really believe in the vision that's donating and sewing. Um, that we're able to really get wells all through villages in Uganda. Mm -hmm. And I want to just say this. If you're thinking about going to Uganda, please sign up. We want to see more missionaries come to Uganda. And, you know, um, we've brought I've brought many teams to Uganda and we've seen the power of God show up. And so uh, you are welcome. There's a spot for you. There's a place for you to serve and for you to grow as well. Come we're going to talk about faith today, Jeff. And yeah. And man, I was, you know, as I was praying about today, Jeff, I was thinking about the journey and every one of us are on a journey. If we are in Christ, that means the spirit of the living God lives inside of us. And it's in our DNA to live by faith. And I was thinking about my own journey. You know, I weighed 400 pounds at one time, Jeff. And, you know, after I got saved, um, the Lord began to speak to me and he said, stop giving yourself a hard time. Hmm. And he said, every time you give yourself a hard time, you're giving me a hard time. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to give me a hard time anymore. Because I used to stand in, in the mirror and criticize myself. Oh, I, I weigh 400 pounds, uh, wore size six, six X shirts in size 54 pants. And I criticized myself. And then the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me, says, you need my word. You need to speak my word. You need to see yourself the way that I see you. Wow. And all of a sudden, I began to see from God's perspective. This is what he showed me, Jeff. And I, I, there's people right now. And the, what I'm going to share with you, I know is going to help take you mm -hmm. to the next level. Wow. The Lord showed me myself traveling all around the world, preaching the gospel. And he showed me myself losing weight, getting healthy and speaking his word. And so I would stand in front of the mirror and I would just get God's word and I would speak his word over Come my on. heart. I would just meditate on his word, yeah. speak his word, believe his word, and then activate his word in my life. And mm -hmm. I believe that as we're talking about faith today, faith is spiritual, but also faith is practical. And I believe that God wants to stir up faith in people's heart to believe his word and activate his word in their life. Come on, come on. Well, man, I mean, even that alone, what you said about standing in the mirror, criticizing yourself, I think that's um, that one hits home to 
I would say all of us, I think to some, in some fashion or another, you know, some, someone might not have been 400 pounds, but they might criticize the way they, you know, they fit uh, or uh, their, you know, their personality or all kinds of things. And I think that that alone, you just gave a lot of people like an amazing, like solution to maybe a predicament they find themselves in where they do the same thing where they're like, yeah, I have been talking down on myself. I can relate to that too, Chris, you know, um, I would get to this point where like, I criticize myself, criticize myself. And then Satan really does piggyback off of that. And obviously he can be the one whispering those things in your ear, but then yep. sometimes he just let, you know, it's kind of like pushing a boulder down a hill where like, you're not pushing the boulder the entire length of the way you just tip it over the edge and gravity takes care of the rest. Right. And so it could be the same thing with like bad thoughts. And I would find myself in this point of like, all of a sudden Satan would come in and whisper in my ear and like literally call me garbage. He's like, now call yourself garbage. And I'm like, uh, okay, I know, I definitely know that isn't of the Lord, but it's so important to even, even if you don't know what else to do, speak the word over yourself. Speak the word. Yeah. Yeah. Speak the word. I mean, it was Joshua's success plan. You know, Joshua 1, 8, 9, he was to meditate day and night on the word and to speak the word. And so that was that was the plan that the Lord gave me. It was meditate on his word day and night mm. uh, to have my mind transformed. It talks yeah. about that in Romans chapter 12, um, verse 2, have our mind transformed by the renewing, have our mind renewed, and then begin to speak. Come in agreement with the word of the Lord and put action um, to what you're saying. Put action, put movement, put your faith into action, create movement with faith. Mm. And, and I believe that there's people today that the spirit of God is going to stir your heart up to step into faith, exercise faith. Exercising faith is like exercising a muscle. If you want to grow in faith, you've got to exercise it. There are laws of faith, Jeff. And I was thinking about laws of faith. And then we'll get into some scriptures here in just yeah. a moment. There's laws of faith. Now, remember years ago when when the brothers began to fly the airplane you know it's never happened before but they had something they saw something the right brothers they saw something in the future that it was possible to fly and then they began to test it out and they begin to exercise their faith you know it was about a month ago that i was looking at um airplanes just flying and I and I was reminded that Wright brothers had saw something. They saw into the future. I believe that there are people right now that are going to see into the future of their life, that God wants to give them a sneak preview of what's to come and for them to activate their faith, to grow in their faith and say, I believe the word of the Lord over my life. We take it for granted right now when we get into airplanes. When we see people, you know, getting into airplanes, we take it for granted, but it takes faith every time we get into an airplane. It takes faith. And something happened with the Wright brothers. They pioneered faith for people to fly. And I believe in the spirit, just as there's laws with gravity, I believe that there's laws in faith. And I believe that we can tap into things by honoring the word of God. You see, it's hard to move in faith when we don't honor the word of God. In, in fact, it's impossible to move in faith, biblical faith, if we don't honor the word of God. Yeah. When we honor the word of God, it activates a faith inside of us to believe and move forward in the things that God has called us to move forward mm, into. Come on. So I have a question. Um, 
because uh, yeah, I know there's going to be some people that are going to ask this question. You know, I'm I'm thinking of, you know, you said faith is a muscle, and I 100% agree with that. Um, you know, and I I love I always love and I talk about this often on the show how God illustrates spiritual matters in the physical for us. You know, when you think of like strength training, right? You yep. know, it's like oh, if you want to get stronger, duh, you got to start picking up weight that's heavier and more difficult to lift then, you know, okay, well, I'm going to get strong by, you know, curling these five pounders, probably not, um, depending on your size, uh, you know, so, um, but there's also in, in first Corinthians chapter 12, it talks about the supernatural gift of faith and it's yep. talking about the different gifts. So, uh, I was wondering if you could expound on, upon that, if you have any insight into that, the, the, the supernatural, like the gift of faith versus just us exercising our faith. Yeah. Yeah. What we're talking about is we're talking about the measure of faith and the gift of faith. The measure of faith is listed in first and uh, Romans chapter 12, verse three. And so there's a measure of faith. Every believer has faith, but the gifts of faith is perfect and it doesn't lack anything. It's Jesus's faith. It is perfect. All it sees is the end result. The measure of faith is a faith that you steward. You have to steward the faith that God has given to you. It is a responsibility to steward. And as we see in Romans chapter 1, um, verse 16 and 17, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this passage and yeah. talk about it just for a moment. But Paul says this, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. I believe that we're called to walk in faith, that yeah. our measure of faith is to post to grow. We're taking steps of faith to faith. And, and it's really stewarding the faith that he has given to us because he is the author of faith. So if you're born again right now, the spirit of living God lives inside of you and his seed of faith lives inside of you. He gave you faith to steward. But there's things that we can do to steward faith. There's things that we can do to grow our faith yeah. in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that means doing uncomfortable things, right, Chris? That means resisting our fleshly desire to maybe hide away. Uh, you know, uh, there's so many different examples. Um, so the reason why I brought up also the first Corinthians one, and I'll just read it really quick for those who are like, what? Cause I know there's some newer Christians on here. First Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse, starting in verse seven, it says, now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the spirit, a message of wisdom to another a message of knowledge by the means of the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by that one spirit and so on. So, um, I mean, in your, I know I've met people, Chris, that from the, from day one, it just seemed like they had, it was like, yeah, I believe God no matter what. And God has used them to do mighty things. So in that way, I mean, in your experience, have you seen some people that do have, it seems like they do have a little bit more of that, that gift of faith it's talking about. And also I want to point out that even if that is true, that's not an excuse to be like, okay, well, some people have faith. I'm just not one of those people that has faith. So I'm okay with staying there. No, everybody is supposed to exercise their faith. Everybody is supposed to grow in their faith, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. If we're yeah. a follower of Jesus, we we need to to grow in faith. And yeah. remember, Jesus rebuked uh, the disciples for their unbelief. Yeah. And and Hebrews eleven six it says this, but without faith, mm-hmm. it's impossible to please God. Yeah. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to diligently seek God, it's going to require faith. And faith is what pleases him. Um, Going back to the topic of the gift of faith. Yes, I've seen people operating the gift of faith. I've operated in the gift of faith. And what I can tell you is it's a gift. Mm -hmm. And when that gift comes on someone, it's like an unshakable, Mm -hmm. unmovable, persistent focus that says, I believe with all my heart. Yeah. There's it's it's not it's different from the measure of faith because the measure of faith you're stewarding you're growing sure. yeah. but, but when that gift comes on someone's life all they see is the end result mm-hmm. um it you know it could look completely impossible in the natural but there's a gift that God gave them to believe yeah. and they knew that they knew I mean when we got our gospel truck um I just had a gift of faith. I just knew it, man. You know, in 2020, in the midst of everything that was going on and people mm-hmm. and people were like, you know, let's play it safe in many ways um, financially. I felt a gift of faith come on us to get a gospel truck, to purchase a gospel truck that cost us tons of money so that we would take it around America to preach the gospel. I believe God. It was his faith that we stewarded. And I was looking at one of my journals, and this is why it's so important. I encourage you, because if you want to build your faith, journal the word of the Lord. Journal yeah. the word of the Lord, because when God's word comes, faith explodes. Mm-hmm. I was looking through my journal in 2015, so I document things. And in 2015, I saw our mobile stage. I drew it out. I, I saw it. Uh, you know, the Lord spoke. And so I told my team. I said, this is what the Lord said in 2015, and it is his timing right now. And it was a gift of faith. Man. Yeah. And see, that's the thing too, is like when you are out there and you're exercising your faith, like people are going to see it, right? Um, and my wife and I have several stories of stepping on faith and it we weren't doing it for an audience of anybody other than than Jesus himself, but it's going to have, it's this contagious thing where it's like, people are like, whoa, like what, if that's possible, maybe, maybe I should step out in this area that I've been feeling pulled towards. Maybe I should. And that's why community is so important. That's why, you know, being with other people is so important um, because, you know, we're not meant to, you know, like Jesus says, like who lights a candle and puts it under a basket. You know, it's like, we're supposed to be out there and shining light. And it's like, it's even shining light on other believers and other believers are like, man, like, dude, I want to step out too. Like, this is, this is legit. Like Chris Overstreet is a bold dude. I want to go do that too. Yeah. And, and the truth is we all can Yeah, through, through the empowerment of the Holy spirit, mm-hmm. we can. And, you know, God wants to change the way that we think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a learning disability growing up and I had all these stigmas on me that told me that I can't, that I can't, that I can't, that I can't. But what does God's word say? This is what I want. I, uh, this is what I want to fire people up with. What does God's word say over your life? What is he speaking to you? What's he speaking in his word? And then how can we focus in to the word of the Lord? Mm-hmm. Because faith comes out of knowing who Jesus is. Faith comes out of knowing the DNA of Christ, mm. knowing what is his word 
What is he saying? And locking in and believing without getting distracted. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. There are many distractions in the world right now. And that's why it's so important for us to get in here mm-hmm. and believe his word, trust his word, speak his word and act on his word. Mm, yeah, I was listening to a, a um, I think Todd White had posted a, a reel yesterday or two days ago, and he was interviewing this young guy, and the young guy was talking about Todd White's um, like mentorship. And he's like, one of the things you told me was after talking to you, Todd, is take an hour out of your day and devote it to the Lord. Like where it's, and I'll be honest, Chris, like lately, I, I mean, I, I definitely spent time with the Lord where there's like a designated time. But it has not, I got really convicted when I heard that because I was like, man, like imagine what an hour of uninterrupted time where like it's non-negotiable. Um, I was really convicted by that, you know, and I was like really prompted by the Holy Spirit. Like I got to step it up, you know? Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, absolutely. The word is, yeah, like even like we were talking about earlier, even when you don't know what to say, if you're like in a fog or a funk like you did when you're standing in front of the mirror, speaking the word over yourself. Um, yeah. It's just like, it's, it's like this universal, like multi-tool for any situation. Right. So, yeah. And then, and then praying in the Holy spirit. And let me read this verse in Jude um, 20. It says this, it says, but you beloved, we got to get that in our spirit that we're, we're are his beloved. If we're born again, we are his beloved building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Something happens, like Top was saying, when we shut the door, we go into our room and we pray in the Spirit. You know, last night I was just walking around, just, uh, I just was so stirred in my spirit last night. I knew that something would happen today. Mm-hmm. And I was just praying in the Spirit, just praying in the Spirit that God would release faith in people's heart to yeah. believe big things. You know, mm-hmm. one of my mentors said this, Pray big prayers, believe, or he says this, he says, believe God for big things, pray big prayers and plan like you believe. Yeah, that's huge. And there's something that happens when we begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. It ignites faith in our heart to be able to say, God, I believe. And we don't even know what I'm, we're praying at times, but there's this faith that's being built up in our heart and our spirit, man. Um, to believe God's word. Yeah. So that is a good place to kind of pause for a second is to believe God's word, because there is a lot of contrary. There's like a cherry picking of the gospel or cherry picking certain things. And I saw a great reel from you recently where you were actually talking about this. Um, and you you get some people that comment and they're like, I don't like the way you preach. You know, I think you're doing great disservice to the the body of Christ because you preach repentance. And it's so important for us to believe the word and to step out in faith with that belief that it is it's true, it's real. And even if you're even if you're struggling with some of that or you've allowed maybe some false doctrine to come in, setting that on the wayside, like no amount of space in here is going to understand the yep. word, right? It's not, it, it transcends that. Um, and so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that, like the importance of believing the entirety of the word. Yeah. You know, we, we live in a society right now that is just so lawless. 
-hmm. it it is completely um, to the point right now where they want to reason all the scriptures out and uh, and to pick and choose like what you're saying. But there's something what happens with the believer that says, by your spirit, I'm saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. You live inside of me and it's in my DNA to believe. Notice that it's the believer's ministry. Jesus said that these signs will follow those who believe. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that these signs follow those who reason. It mm -hmm. says believe. And I believe that um, it's, it, it's extremely important that we take God's word for what it is. Yeah. It's the inspired word of God. Mm -hmm. And when individuals begin to try to die, um, you know, take away from the word and uh, deconstruct the word of God, they're not going to move in faith. They right. don't move in biblical faith. Those that deconstruct the word of God do not live a life of faith. They live a life of reason. And so if we want to live a biblical faith, we have to take God's word for what it is and we have to apply it in our life. We have to believe it. We have to speak it and we have to live by it. And we have to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to produce this word in our hearts and our lives. James warned people about being hearers but not doers. But how do we do? We do it through faith, but it's not even our faith. It's simply trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, that we were stewarding his faith. This yeah. started with Jesus. He picked us. He chose us. Mm -hmm. He saw us. He fought for us and he won. Over 2000 years ago, as he, as he hung on that bloody cross, he looked into the future and he saw you and he saw your condition and your need. And if you're born again right now, it's because of the mercy of God and the grace of God for you. He gave you a gift. That gift can grow. That gift grows through stewardship. And, and I believe that you're called the steward of faith that he's come given on. you. Come on. Okay. So uh, last time you were on the show, I heard you say something really interesting. I'd never heard anybody say this phrase before. I thought it was um, really interesting. And then I saw a post. Somebody had, I don't know if you manage your social media or someone else does, but they had taken a, a, a quote of you saying the same phrase and you use the word spiritual algorithms. And so yeah. the actual full, full quote is when we value his word, it creates algorithms of supernatural encounters. And I would love for you to hit on that again. Cause I was like, algorithms that's a really like clever way because it's a term that we throw around a lot of people know what algorithms are but i'd love for you to expound on that a little bit yeah jeff um you know algorithms we all know what algorithms are in in the natural we search for something it shows up mm -hmm. uh, but when we focus in on the word of the lord and we put aside distractions and we focus in it actually creates algorithms in the spirit like if we value god's word God's word is going to lead us. Mm. It, if we value what the Lord is saying, it creates these algorithms of faith in our heart. It's like we begin to get stronger and stronger and stronger as we meditate on the word of the Lord, the supernatural, the power of the Holy Spirit, hearing what the Lord is saying, stepping out. If we value faith, we will have opportunities to move in faith. We'll see the opportunities. I mean, their opportunities come around us all the time. And hearing the word of the Lord, when we when we value the word of the Lord by obeying his word, it creates opportunities after opportunities after opportunities. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It shows up on the screen and yeah. saying with doubt and unbelief. Here's the thing. Um, those that are in doubt and unbelief all the time, you can always tell by how they speak. 
They're always negative. They're always speaking negative. They're thinking the worst all the time, but they live with an algorithm of unbelief. It's mm -hmm. in their mind. They have the yeah. chatter of unbelief. Oh, that's not possible. Oh, no, I can't do that. You know, there's a vocabulary where there's a word in my family at, at my house um, when, uh, that I don't want my children to say it's can't. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because, because when we say, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. What we're really doing is we're saying it, not realizing it is I don't believe that God can. Hmm. Yeah. And God lives inside of us. Yeah. And so growing up as a, as a child, I had a learning disability. I accepted that learning disability as my own. I accepted all the lies that told me that I wasn't going to be able to do this. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I accepted the stigmas. But yeah. God's word said, no, that's not who you are. And it, through faith, I stepped into a new algorithm. And it was an algorithm of seeing through God's perspective. Isaiah 26, verse 3, it says this, He will keep him in perfect peace. That's, that's shalom, whose mind is stayed upon him because he trusts in him. Mm -hmm. And that word, that word mind is creative imagination. And so the peace of God, the shalom presence of God, unlocks the creative imagination that says, I can, I will dream, mm -hmm. I will believe, I will believe God for big things. I yeah. will pray big prayers, and I will plan like I believe. Come on. Come on, man. Yeah, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. Um, okay, so if people, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, we've had some people on, great great people on that have shared some, you know, words about God reigniting dead things, uh, dead dreams, dead, you know, God opening doors for people this year. I really felt a stirring myself, just like, I really feel like, man, it's time to go, dude. Like, um, and that does require faith. That absolutely requires faith. And I think, you know, I talk about this a lot in the show, but there's a lot of people I talk to where they're, they're waiting for a certain amount of information for them to go, okay, now I can have faith in it. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm like that in my, in my experience, Chris, I know you can say the same thing. There's never going to be enough Yep. that's not that's not going to have to require you to exercise faith right like yep. it's gonna it's good you're going to feel okay here we go god you know like like it's, yep. it's you or this fails you know um it's you or we crash and burn you know and that is that's the sweet spot right there but it's this thing that like sometimes our flesh is just like oh dude don't don't we want security you know we want security man you know we want to hide you you know you, you know that all right you know and having to like push push through that, you know? Yep. And sometimes Jeff, it's a fight mm -hmm. because what we're doing is we're telling our flesh, you're not in control. You're not in control there. Our spirit man is control. You know, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So when we get this, who we truly are is a spirit, a born again spirit that has a soul mm -hmm. that lives in a body. Mm -hmm. So our spirit man is connected to his spirit. Our spirit man is designed to live by faith. Mm -hmm. When Paul wrote to Timothy, you know, a young apostolic leader in Ephesus, this is what he wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 6. He said this, he said in um, verse 12, he says, fight the good fight of faith. He knew it would be, culturally speaking, not popular. He knew it would not be easy and he said, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession 
in the presence of many witnesses. So he's telling Timothy, this is going to be a fight. If you're going to live out the purpose and the calling of God that is on your life, it's going to be a fight. It's going to require faith. And faith is not convenient. Faith goes against the culture. Faith goes against the green. Faith disturbs the normal. Faith disturbs things. And, you know, because a lot of times, you know, when, when you hear someone talk about faith, you know, it irritates people. It's like, yeah. why do they believe? Because culturally speaking, um, people accept unbelief all the time. They expect, they, they accept small thinking. So when someone begins to think about faith and live by faith and speak faith and, and, uh, and live a lifestyle of faith, it challenges the normal person. And I believe that every one of us are called to be challengers. Remember, yeah. I, I'll say this, and let's have a, a, a conversation about this. Remember when the 12 spies were sent out? 10 pastors had an unbelief report. 10 leaders, they, they had unbelief inside of them. It was inside of them. It was the culture that lived inside of them was unbelief. Joshua and Caleb had a different spirit. They had faith. Caleb quieted everyone and said, we can do this. Everyone else saw themselves like grasshoppers. But Joshua and Caleb, they saw themselves as giant slayers. Mm -hmm. Something happens when we see yeah. from God's perspective. Faith mm -hmm. sees from heaven perspective. Mm -hmm. And faith grows in the presence of the Lord. You know, so staying plugged into the presence of the Lord. And it, that's where faith grows from. It's his presence. It's his word. It's his abiding presence. And I believe that every one of us are called to live in faith, especially in the culture that we live in right now. Uh, you know, the, the, the devil is not intimidated by people going to church. The devil's intimidated by people that live in faith. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, um, just in my own experience, especially, you know, having, you know, worked in the world. um <sighs> I think sometimes too, we're looking for other, sometimes we're looking for other people to like do something first. And sometimes when you're, sometimes just like with the spies, uh, two, which is a, a, a minority of the amount of people that went into the promised land to scout it out. Two of them said, no, God, this is nothing. God can do it. And sometimes you are in that position. Um, and it's not, I've never looked at it as this thing where it's like, shame on them. I'm like, Hey guys, like we got to shift our focus Yep. because God is so much bigger than this. And, um, and again, that's why it's so community is so important because sometimes you are that, but you are going to be that lone ranger. That's like, guys, all of you guys are at this gravitational pull towards this gloom and doom. Look who God is. Look what he's done. Look, look what he's promised. That's why it's so important too, to step out in faith because then you start getting those those promises, those, those reminders, like arrows in a quiver of, of, of things that God has done. And you can whip them out and be like, God did this. God did that. God did this. Surely he can do this. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. Yeah. And I believe that the Lord is stirring that up right now and people mm. uh, to believe his word and take that step, mm. you know, take that step, take one step. I mean, I remember uh, Jeff years ago when the Lord began to speak to me about faith. You know, um, he, he challenged me to change my language on how I spoke about myself. 
And then um, he began to uh, have me speak his word and then walk out. So he wanted me to walk out faith. And so for me, practically, that was literally walking. Like mm. if I'm going to lose weight, if I'm 400 pounds, I have to change my vocabulary, change the way that I see myself, see my future. And then I need to walk and then I need to change some things. So faith inspires us for change. Mm, it, 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 it's not changing our strength it's changed through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. And yeah. so I began to take one step at a time, literally one step at a time. And right now there are people that are starting their journey of faith. Mm. I want to encourage you take one step and yeah, celebrate that one step just take one step celebrate that one step i remember jeff when the lord spoke to me he said i want you to wear a christian t-shirt and i wrestled with the lord i was so <laughs> afraid man i mean i was so afraid to put a christian t-shirt on uh -huh. and uh, i put that christian t-shirt on i went into walmart just shaking inside jeff and um Five minutes later, someone asked me about my shirt from my high school that I went to. And um, man, I just told this guy, I said, man, God has changed my life. Jesus has changed me. And that was it. And he said, okay, cool. Good for you. I didn't pray for him, Jeff. I didn't minister to him. All I did was simply obey the Lord. And I put that shirt on. It was my step of faith. Mm. And it, it for me, it was massive. I yeah. mean, I mean, it was. It was like someone had been raised from the dead. And I'm I'm talking to somebody right now. The God is asking you to do something. Mm -hmm. He's asking you to take a step. I want to encourage you to take that one step because that one step is going to lead you into another step. And that, wow. that, that next step was going to lead you to the next step. And next thing you know, you're going to be running. You're going to be yeah. literally running. And, yeah. um, and I, I just want to encourage that person right now. Whatever the Lord is telling you to do, Take that step. Watch what God will do. Mm, man, Chris, I'm so glad you brought up that example because I think um, we have this, especially when you read the Bible and you see these amazing, these guys that did amazing things. Let's just use Jesus. Okay. Let's use Jesus, you know, and you're like, you see what Jesus did. And then you're like, oh, I'm not like, you know, that it's going to, you know, you see where you are, you see where Jesus is and they're not lining up. Right. Uh, but it's that process of, of celebrating this small, not, I think we're just like so hard on ourselves as Christians doing when you may have done, you know, like you do, you putting on the shirt and you're like, Oh, it's stupid though. Cause I didn't like, I didn't preach the gospel to him and I didn't, you know, but it was that, that led you to where you are now. Right. So yep. it was, it was a series of steps. It was, it was multiple things that made up the larger whole. And I think that whole shifting our focus of like, man, if it's just, I'm going to pray for one person yep every single time i go to the grocery store or i'm gonna you know like what it could be anything but doing that and then it's like it's kind of like when you're going to start reading the word right you're like okay well i like i'm finding a really hard time to focus i'll focus on five minutes because i have a hard time even doing that and putting my phone over for five minutes i'm gonna five minutes five minutes turns into 10 minutes turns into half an hour turns into you know an hour and more and more and more right so it's like everything. It's same with like you walking, you were 400 pounds. It wasn't like, okay, now I'm going to go just go out and run a marathon, you know, um, or bench press 500 pounds or whatever. It was baby steps. It was little it was measurable goals, measurable things. And then it's like, honestly, too, I found that God just partners with that. You know, obviously it's a very like, you know, in your mind, you're forming these, 
okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make it a point to do this one thing, but then God always partners with that and does other amazing things. Right. So we're just available. We're making ourselves available. Yeah. Simply available. And then yeah. uh, simply holding his hand through the process and obeying him, whatever he tells us to do. And uh, he knows the journey that we're on and he knows where we're at and he's developing us. And, you know, I'm a father, so I have two, two little girls and I celebrate the progress. I celebrate them. And um, it's very important that you understand that God, our father, when you're watching right now, is celebrating you. He celebrates mm. faith. And, you know, even if it, you're starting and you're reading your Bible for five minutes, listen, that's huge. I remember for me as well, Jeff, I, you know, I started just just reading just a little bit. And then the Lord began to speak to me and says, you've got to dive into this. And, and but he celebrated me when I was taking just a step of faith to open my Bible up. And, you know, wherever you're at today on your journey with the Lord, you're called to grow in faith. And it's one step at a time. Take that step. And what he's calling one person to do. He may be calling someone else to do something completely different. The goal is to follow the spirit of the Lord and what he's asking you to do. And whatever he's asking you to do is going to always line up with the word of God. Mm, come on. Okay. So really quick, just as we're closing out here, Chris, I know that you're short on time is um, I wanted to ask, this is a good segue question. Um, and you, I mean, you sort of touched on it already, but um, there's a lot of anxiety surrounding God. Is this you that I'm really hearing? I've been here. I can tell you're saying something, but I can't hear it. And I, you know, I'm afraid to step out because what if I hear wrong? What's your, what would be your advice to people that are kind of find themselves in that place? I think I shared this a little bit last time, but I oh, remember yeah, in, in, in YWAM, you know, youth with the mission, I felt, I felt the Lord speak to me to go to a certain location. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I was hearing all kinds of, you know, testimonies. And, um, and so I, I stepped out and no one was there. You know, we didn't even find the location. And I was so upset, Jeff. I was so disappointed in myself. But I had people like you're talking about people that will surround you that you're connected to. I had people that were at a greater place of faith than I was. And they said, Chris, you didn't miss it. And I said, guys, what are you talking about? I said, there's no one here. And they said, Chris, most people wouldn't do anything. Right. They would just go right. to church and never apply anything. Yeah. And the Lord spoke to me that, that day, and he showed me how proud he was of me, that I would be willing to take a step of faith. Mm -hmm. But that story gave me the confidence to take pressure off of myself, not try to get a word of knowledge, not try so hard, but trust in him. Trust that he's leading me, he's guiding me. And I mean, the, the, the testimonies, I mean, I just wrote a book called uh, Capturing Heaven's Attention. And the whole book is about hearing the voice of the Lord and stepping out in faith. I mean, it's just testimony after testimony after testimony. And it always goes back to that story of, you know, feeling disappointed. But, but knowing that God was proud of me because I took one step of faith, even though I wasn't right. In his sight, I was. Mm, come on. So good. So good. Okay, Chris, I would love for you to pray for the listeners slash viewers. And we'll close this out. Yeah. Father, we thank you, God, for everyone that's watching, yeah. listening right now. 
Lord, I pray a blessing over them. God, I thank you, Lord, for them to be able to see from heaven's perspective, which is faith. And Lord, I'm asking right now that you would stir up their heart, Lord. Uh, show them right now their assignment. Show them what's the one step that they can take of faith, Lord. For some of them, that they, they are taking that step of putting faith in you. And Lord, I'm asking if there's people right now that have never started their relationship with you, Lord, that you would quicken their heart and Lord, that they would put faith in you. The Bible says this in Romans 10, 9, that if you confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. I pray that today that if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, that you would put faith in him that you would repent of your sin and you put faith in him and say, Jesus, I want to follow you. Mm. And he is faithful and just. He will forgive you. He'll cleanse you. And his spirit will come inside of you and show you your purpose and the significance of who you are in him. I pray that God would move upon your heart. Everyone that's listening right now, that the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and that the Lord would use you mightily to impact this generation and beyond. Amen, Chris. Thank you so much, man. This is great. It's always so good having you on the show. Yeah. Thank you All right. So, so much yeah. Oh, so you have a you have an e course coming up next week. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we've got an evangelism e-course. You can find out all the information about that on our website, CompassionToAction.com. Go ahead and register for it. We've got 16 different evangelism equipping videos. We're going to be talking about hearing the voice of the Lord responding. We're talking about how to present the gospel, um, how to discover your Jesus story, share your Jesus story. A lot of different topics that's going to be able to help you. You can go through it as an individual or you can do it in a group setting. We're in a church setting. It's free for you. And our goal is to be able to see a minimum of 10,000 people go through the course this year and share the gospel every day. And if that's the case, we'll see 3,650,000 people have an opportunity to hear the gospel through individuals just like you. We pray that God would use you mightily as you go through this course Hmm. and that many souls would be saved. Awesome. So it starts when? It starts on the 23rd. It's open anytime throughout the year, but um, all the downloads are going to be taking place on the 23rd, which is next Monday. So January 23rd. There you go. And then obviously too, you're on Instagram and all that stuff too. So people can follow Compassion to Action there as well, correct? Instagram, Facebook, and then uh, YouTube. And uh, yep. So that's where we're at. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's our show. I hope you're turbocharged. I'm feeling pumped up, man. I'm I'm excited to hear testimonies, people just stepping out and being bold uh, for the Lord uh, and just doing what you need to do. And bye, Chris. So um, to, join us tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. I just, it just dawned on me that tomorrow is Friday. <laughs> just, today's Thursday, everybody. Um, so join us tomorrow. We've got Abby Duplaga back. It's always fun to talk to. So can't wait for that. Obviously, there is also the donation link at the end, ElijahFire.com slash donate. We talked about it at the top of the show as well. Any, any donations go towards keeping this thing free at five days a week, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time, five days a week. That's a whole lot of Elijah Fire content, a whole lot of moving parts behind the scenes. But we're also taking a portion of that and we're funneling that over, partnering with Show Mercy International, digging freshwater wells, a new freshwater well every three days. So I can't wait for Steve to make the announcement that he's shortening the days. Uh, I don't know. He hasn't yet, but 
it would be very much like him. He's like, okay, every five minutes we're digging a new freshwater well. So exciting times ahead in 2023, you guys. Love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Abby Duplaga. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Today.